Welcome to all those joining us from Kuta Alachas, Yoridea, Elik Shkomi, Hilfus Smila, Alacha Dalit. We're up to the last paragraph of this hymn, which begins in, in my version of the Kuta Alachas. It's page 150 on top. And the reason I don't see the chat, Yossi, if you can tell me the dedication, please. For Jay Novetsky's father, Moshe Ben Yaakov Yitzchak, on the 8th of Tammuz. We dedicate the learning today, Lila Nishmasai, for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Mepa Rachel Bas Hindaleya, Yuha Michoel Ben Sora Huva, Baruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Adigayo Bracha Bas Shuladvayba, David Lay ben Shema, Shpanarisim ben Maslav, Ram David ben Chana, Saragitl bas Chanariva, Miriam Esther bas Saragitl, Chaim ben Rachel, Chaim Arya ben Bracha, Idris bas Miriam Brindle, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Gitgenendl bas Zipoira, Libalei bas Zipoira, Kubitzi ben Chayarisa, Vigalan bas Yisrael, Sarochu bas Yisrael, Yehudis Rosoma bas Chavarus, Juna Bas Bracha, David Ben Bahia, Shainal Baslea, Yisrael Ben Chanalea, Ayala Chushana Bas Chanalea, Liana Golda Bas Chanaseda, Kuman Eliezer Ben Rafa, Loimoy Ben Rifka Shwinsa, Besleishanafel Yisrael. Rav Musanzal's continuing expounding on the story of the seven betlers in Sipuri Maisius, the story of the Iver, the blind betler who says that he remembers further back than all those others who prided themselves that they were able to remember far back, this betler says, I remember nothing. And now Rav Nosnesal continues that a person who was to purify himself and to take himself out of all the materialism of this world totally, to the point where that person perfected even his earliest days, <clears throat> even the days when he was nursing from his mother as a baby, that person has the ability to pride himself and praise himself. <speaking in Hebrew> that he even remembers what, what went on with him when right after he was born, the ace chatichas tiburoi, when they cut the umbilical cord that connected him to his mother, he because this person was there to sanctify all of his days to such a level, to the point where this person was there to such a level of shleimus hadas, hazman etzloi to the point where the person went above the concept of time, to the point where it was considered as if this person was born, was just born today. And if there's no time, if no time has gone by, if it's as if this person was born today, then there's no forgetting. 
because forgetting is a result of a lot of time going by, typically. Aval, however, the Indian Beetle Hasmanish Kamavakamadregois, regarding this concept of eliminating time, there are many, many levels. The Choma Shahoilam Vamadrega Govoya Bioser, Nizbatel Shom Hasman Yosef Yoser. And the more we rise to a higher world, to a higher level, the more we achieve higher and higher levels of Bitul Hasman, of going above the concept of time. Kamuvan Bahatoranao, as as we can see from that chapter on the Kutumran that Rabbeinazal is basing this halach on. Alkem, therefore, even though this elder that we quoted earlier prided himself that he can remember so far back that he remembers when they cut the umbilical cord, that shows that this tzaddik was to a level of Eliminating time, Afalpikein Gedoilim Mase Hashem, Vilitulosayin Cheker. Despite that, the ways of Hashem are great and, and way above our understanding, Kiyesh Govoya Meal Govoya, because there's higher and higher. Because in the story there, Abenazal tells about a second old elder who laughed at what the first elder had said. The Hispale, and he expressed wonderment. V'omar, he said, Zoisi Maisi Yeshama? That's an old story? That's not such an old story. Ani I remember that story, meaning I remember when my umbilical cord was cut. Avlani gam now, I, however, I remember much further back. I remember when the candle was burning. Which means, I remember while I was still in my mother's womb and the angel was teaching me Torah. That's this image of a, a candle burning over the head. Shum, take a look over there at the story in Sipurim Isis, how Rabbi Nezal presents this. Because the second elder that's presented in that story was to a much higher level of Beatles man than the first one. And therefore, he was to, to a, a higher level memory to be able to remember even further back. And so too the third elder and the fourth elder that Rabbeinazal mentions there in that story, each one of them remembers further back. Each one of them achieved a higher level of going beyond the concept of time, going further back. And therefore, each one was able... Because each one achieved a higher level of eliminating time, therefore each one was able to remember even further back. But after 
all of them, after all eight of them, show how great their memory is, how far back they remember. Each one higher and higher levels. Ad hazokin hashmini until the eighth one expresses his level. After all eight, then we finally hear the blind bettler who's amazed at what even the eighth one said, the Omar, and he says, These are old stories? And he says, this blind bettler says, I remember all of these stories that all of you have said. However, I remember nothing. Or another way of saying that is, I don't remember anything. Because this blind bettler, who was on a higher level than all of these elders, he was able to achieve the highest level of nullifying time completely. He represents the source of all remembering and above the whole concept of, of remembering. To the point where his level cannot be described, cannot be defined as remembering. He's above that completely. And therefore, he says, I don't remember anything, meaning I remember nothing. I remember further back than all of that. As is expressed there in the Yiddish, the great depth of what this Bettler is saying when he says, I don't remember anything, meaning I am not within the boundaries of the term remembering. My, my memory goes so far beyond what anybody re- would refer to as remembering. Paragraph of now. Rav says, Nimza, we conclude from reading that story, that a person's ability to remember further back and further back is dependent on the person's ability to eliminate time. Which a person accomplishes when they achieve the highest level of das, as we discussed in the previous year and the previous shearing, that the higher the das, the shorter the time. And this concept of shleimus hadas and bitul hazman, we need to be able to achieve through the mitzvah of mila. Because by performing the mitzvah of Mila, we're trying to perfect this concept of zikorin. Shehu bechinas zohar. The term zikorin is associated with zohar, the male aspect. Shehu loshen zikorin. That's the word zikorin is related to that. Veshom iker mitzvah smila. 
And that's where the main mitzvah of Mila is being performed in that area that defines the child as being a male versus a female. As the Gemara says in Shabbos, had we know that the mitzvah of bris mila is supposed to be performed in that part of the body, because the Pasuk says, a, a male person who has this orla, and the Gemara says, by the Pasuk expressing it that way, the Pasuk is telling us that what defines a person as an orel or not being an orel is that area which defines a person as being male versus female. Because the main tikkun of a bris mila is to remove that orla, that foreskin, that tuma that's covering the bris, which corresponds to the foolishness that's covering a person's brain. And by removing the orla, by removing the foolishness and allowing the person to achieve shleimus hadas, when a person has shleimus hadas, they eliminate the concept of time. That person is able to leave all the foolishness of time in this world and get out of all the materialistic desires and we know that where the Sahara places the greatest emphasis in trying to pull a person into the taivas of this world is regarding this desire for the wrong type of relationship between male and female. And we're trying to, to be massacring that in order to enable this child, this person to be zeche, to zikorin, to remember, shehu bechina sitra de dechura, which is associated with zachor, male, bechinas zachor kanal. In Aramaic, it's called the sitra de dechura, the side of zachor. Lehachnia ulevatel taivas noshim, in order to subdue, suppress, and eliminate the wrong type of desire for women, which is the real cause of causing a person to forget. As the Pasuk says, when Yosef HaTzadik named his oldest son, he named him Menashe, because Hashem has forgotten all of my struggles. The word nashani is like the term noshim, women, and it means to forget. Vishom ikar achizas hazman. And it's by the, the nosh, by the isha, that we have this concept of time being strongest. Ki ikar achizas hazman, umi sitra denukva. Because the main place where time plays a major role is by the aspect, the female aspect. 
שהיא בחינס חיסורן הדס, which is associated with a lack of das, a lower level of das. בחינס נושן דייטון קאלה, as the Gemara says, women are lightheaded, women are, 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 it's more difficult for women to really understand because the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that the whole concept of time is associated with the sphere of Malchus, which is associated with the female, as is known, and as is mentioned in the Priyetz Chaim, in the topic of Shabbos, chapter 24. I mentioned this in the past, that in the secular world, we have the concept of an hour, and an hour is divided into 60 minutes, and a minute is divided into 60 seconds, so that an hour has 3,600 seconds. In the Torah world, in the Torah, in the Gemara, the hour is divided into 1,080 parts. And which means that each part is actually three and a third seconds. If you multiply 1080 by three and a third, you'll get 3600. How do we get this? It's called Tatraf Chalokim. Tof, Tof, Reish Pei. Tof is 800. Another Tof is another 800. And Reish is 200. And Pei is 80. Together, it's 1,080 chalokim. The Tikkun Zoyar tells us that the male, when we talk about the union between Zerampin and Malchus, between the Kaviochel, the male aspect of Hashem, and the female aspect of Hashem, the Vav and the Hey, the Vav is sometimes called Tiferes. The term Tiferes is a term that includes in it chesed gvura tiferes netzachoid yesoid. Sometimes that entire set of six is labeled as tiferes. And this tiferes is uniting with what's below it. And this tiferes represents zachor, male, and it's uniting with what's below it, which is the malchus, which is the female. Now, if tiferes is the male, Right below it, Tiferes is 1,081. Right below it is 1,080, which is Tatraf, which is the number by which we measure time, according to the Torah. That's one of the ways that the Sifrei Kabbalah show that time is associated with Malchus, as Rav Nosanzal says here. I hope we were able to follow that. And this is why the Gemara tells us towards the beginning of Brachas, This is what each and every Chosid davens to Hashem for, when they find. And the Gemara says, What do they find? This refers to finding the woman, finding the wife. So Rav Nosanzal says, Le'es Note the Pasuk says, 
during the time when a person finds that time is associated with female, which represents that lower level das, because that's where time is playing a most powerful role. Because, because as we learned earlier, where, where time feels longest is when a person is sleeping, when a person's in a deep sleep, which represents a lack of das, a very low level of das, when a person is asleep. We mentioned the example that during a dream, a dream could take actually a few minutes on the clock, and while the person is dreaming, it feels to them like it's hours or a lifetime going by. And therefore, when a person is asleep, is asleep, the das is on a very low level, the whole binyan hoisha alidei And we know the Torah tells us that the way Hashem created Chava, the woman, was by putting Odom Arishain asleep into a deep sleep, by Yapel Hashem Elikim Tardema al Ha'odom, Hashem imposed a deep sleep on Odom, Vayishon he slept, Vayikach and Hashem took the rib and formed it into Chava. Vialkein Shom Iker Hazman, and therefore it's by the female aspect that the time is strongest, is most powerful. And this is what our work in this world is really all about. It's about taking time and elevating it to above time. And one of the ways that we accomplish that is by eliminating the wrong type of desire for women, the wrong type of attachment to women. It's for the person not to allow themselves to fall under the control of time. That's where all kinds of foolishness and all kinds of wrong desires is found. Adarabah, but rather just the opposite, our mission is to be able to take time, which is associated with the female aspect, and elevate it to above the concept of time, which is associated with the male aspect. To the point where we do away with time and it becomes part of this concept of above the concept of time. As the Zohar Kodesh says, When there is the male aspect, the female is not mentioned at all. She's included in the male. This, this the Zohar Kodesh says, we see when you have a man and a woman, they originally start out as two different entities, two different family names. When they join together, when they get married, 
the woman becomes nichlal and the man, the woman forfeits her family name and she goes under the family name of her husband. Again, this is a, a we're talking spiritual concepts here. This isn't so easy for a person to understand necessarily. If you're not familiar with this terminology, now, Rav Nassar adds, "V'zeh bechinas," and this is what the Gemara tells us: "Isha oila imoi, ve'eno yeredes imoi." The woman goes up with the man; she doesn't go down with the man. Ki kol tikuna al yodoi, because the whole tikun of the woman is dependent on the man. Shetzorich lahaloi soisa. It's his mission to elevate the woman and to attach her to this concept of above time. That's where true life is found. Because in the place where the woman is naturally at, which means within the boundary of time, that's where the, the Sitra Achra, the Malach HaMavis, is most attached. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Ragleho Yordais Mavis. Her feet go down to death. The feet are the lowest level. The feet in this concept represents the Malchus, the, the female aspect, the woman. That's the part that's closest to Mavis, that's closest to death, to the Sitra Achra. We find when the snake was was trying to figure out who to go to to try to get them to fall into the sin of the Eitzadas, the snake went to Chava because Chava was more vulnerable. Chava was closer to the Nochosh, to the Malachamavis, than Odomarishan was. Sheikr Hamisa. The canal, and as we mentioned earlier in Paragraph Gimel, that the concept of death is associated with time. The more time, as time goes by, from the moment a person is born, as time is going by, the person is getting closer to the end, which is death. Kohelis says, The day of death begins from the day a person is born. However, the man is supposed to purify himself and sanctify himself properly. To enable him to elevate the woman and, and connect her to this concept of above time. As the Pasuk says in Koheles, Experience life with the woman that you love your, the entire, your, throughout your entire life in this materialistic world. This is telling us that the man is required to try to draw life upon himself. Because 
And the way to accomplish that is by taking the female aspect, which is Zman, and elevate it to Lamalamezman. Sheshon Iker Hafayim. That's where real life is found. Remember, the Gemara says that there are certain mitzvahs by which a person is guaranteed long life. For example, the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakan. So the Gemara says, how can that be? There was a person that had performed the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakan, and right afterwards the person fell and died. So we see that the mitzvah did not bring them a long life. So one of the answers that the Gemara gives is, no, no, no. We don't mean life in this world, which doesn't really count. We mean life in the world, in Olam Haba, which is, which is true life, which is eternal life. Bialkein, mitzvah sasei shehazman groma noshim peturois. Rav Nosanzal says, and based on what we're learning here, will understand a very important rule in, in Yiddishkeit, that those mitzvahs that are time-related, women are exempt from those mitzvahs. Why? Because the woman herself does not have the ability to be, make the tikkun for, for Zman and to elevate Zman to above Zman. That's the concept of these mitzvahs that are time-related. By performing that mitzvah, we're trying to take the time and connect it to something, to a mitzvah, to something spiritual, which is above time. As we see this in chapter 79 in the second half of Likut Imran, in the short notes that we found from Rabbeinu Zal, which begin with the words, that chapter 79, Rabbeinu Zal says, he found some bullets that that Rabbein Azal had written short notes, which isn't really an an actual shear. It's not something that flows together. It's independent, a few uh, independent lines, sort of, that seem to be unrelated at at first glance. And Rabbein Azal goes on to show the connection between them and to build a Torah out of it. So Rabbein Azal says in that chapter, that's where we see this concept of, of time and above the concept of time and how it relates to male and female. Any questions, please? A question in the chat. Unfortunately, on my screen, there's something blocking it that I'm not able to see the whole question. Let me read it, Ravnason. Please. There's there's a few questions here. But how can a woman overcome an excessive attachment to time? The answer is by, by getting married. 
the, the concept of getting married is the woman being, the mekeva being michlal in the zohar, and, and the concept of time being michlal in lamala me'azman. That's one way. And the other way is, Rav Nosanzal is showing us here, when, when a mitzvah of bris milah is being performed, that's one of the things that elevates zman to above the concept of zman. Okay, the second question is, there is, there is in general an aspect of male and woman in each person. I assume that the Rukutei Lachot is also talking about this here beyond the fact that a woman is on is all those low levels. There were women who were prophets and Bale Madregot, which require being above time. The answer is correct. Correct. That when we speak about male and female, there could be inside of each one of them. There could be a male, the male aspect and the female aspect, the chesed and the gevura. And we've mentioned in the past that the, the female aspect, the malchus, is generally below the, the spheroids above it, below teferis, below chesed with teferis. However, the malchus has the ability to become equal to become side by side with Tiferis. We mentioned the Zohar shows this as the letter of Vav and Adat. The letter of Vav represents this sphere we spoke about, Tiferis, or the six spheres of Chesed through Yesod. And you can have Adat, and the Dat represents the Malchus. The Dat can be below the Vav, the dot can be side by side with the vav, which is the u sound, and the dot can go above the vav, which is the oi sound. The Pasuk says, Ashes Chayel Ateres Bala, that the woman of valor is the crown on her husband's head. The crown is something that's above the head. So it's true that these, these concepts can, can change. Any other questions, please? Now Rav Nosanzal introduces a new piece to, to what's being accomplished at a bris milah. And with this, what we're learning here, we'll also be able to understand the tremendous pain that the baby experience has to experience when a bris meal is being performed. Because Rabbein Azal tells us in chapter 65 in Likud Imran that we are in this physical materialistic world. In this physical materialistic world, there's good and bad. In the future world, in Olam Haba, which is a much higher level, there we're told it's kuloi toiv, it's all good. And Rabbi Nizal tells us that in order for a person, while they're living in this world, to be able to, to connect to that all good, to detach themselves completely from the bad, and to connect themselves to this all good, a person has to be able to close their eyes completely 
to all the materialism, to all the foolishness and tithes of this world and nullify themselves. He uses the term beetle, nullify the physical, the physical, and thereby be able to connect completely to the spiritual. Just like the Shulchan Aruch, when it speaks about davening Shmon Esrei, it begins with telling us that the previous, the Hasidim Harishonim, the earlier Tzadikim, when they would be davening Shmon Esrei, they would close their eyes and they would, they would achieve a Hispashtus Hagashmias. That's the terminology that's used. They would disconnect, detach, strip themselves completely from Gashmias, from materialism, from the body, in order to allow the neshama, the soul, to soar, to go to that much higher place. And Rabbi Nezal says there in Likud Imran that it's impossible for a person to achieve this beetle without closing their eyes completely to the physical world, to the materialism around them. And with this, Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 65 on Likud Imran why Hashem has placed it in the nature of a person that when a person is experiencing great pain, their reaction is to close their eyes, clench their eyes tightly, shut very tightly to help them endure the pain. And Rabbi Nezal says, because what a person is doing by closing their eyes like that is they're detaching, they're disconnecting themselves to the Olam Hagash, from the Olam Hagashmi, from the physical materialistic world. And they're allowing themselves to go up, to see from far away, to see into the future world where it's all good, where it's Kulay Toiv. Just as Rabbi Nezal gives the Moshal there, just as when a person's eyes are open regular, they can see a certain distance. They can see three miles out. A person's looking out into the ocean, a boat that's three miles away, they can see that boat when they have their eyes open regular. What if the boat is three and a half miles away or four miles away, and a person wants to be able to see it, they have to squint. They have to close the eye to a degree, and by closing the eye to a degree, that allows the vision to reach out further, to go further away, allows the person to see further. So Rabbi Nezal says, if a person wants to see still further, if a person wants to be able to see into the next world, in order to be able to do that, you have to close your eyes completely, very tightly. When does a person do that? When a person's experiencing pain, they clench their eyes, they close their eyes tightly. And this is why the Torah has given us this mitzvah of Mila, which comes with great pain, the baby enduring great pain. Because by enduring this great pain, the baby clenches its eyes tightly, very tightly closed. 
as we see in actual life. And by doing this, the Gemara says that sometimes, even though a person doesn't see on a physical level what's taking place, their neshama sees, their neshama experiences it. Because when the child is experiencing this mitzvah of Mila, that child's neshama is connecting to that highest level, which is called bitul, nullifying itself completely physically and connecting to that level that's above the concept of time. And by doing this, this child is drawing upon himself a, an imprint from this level of Lamaula Meazman, which will enable that child throughout its life to be able to experience this Levatel Chisoran Hadas to eliminate the lack of Das and to complete his Das. To the point where this person will grow to a level of being able to nullify time, to go above time, to be able to remember way, way back. This is the main goal of a person in this world. To be in this world, which is guided by time, for the person to connect to Ruchnis, to spirituality, which is above the concept of time. It's not coincidence we're learning this. I forgot to mention two choylem in the beginning of the shir, a woman that gave birth recently, <coughs> and her newborn baby that was that had a bris mila yesterday, <coughs> which is Yehuda Tuvia experienced a bris mila yesterday and, and experienced this pain, a refu shalema, the learning should be a refu shalema for mother and son. Fial came, and therefore, based on this, zeho iver hanal, this blind bettler that's being spoken about in the story in Sipurim Maisius of the, third, the, the seven bettlers, shezoho letachles shoresh hazikoroim, who achieve the highest possible level of remembering. Where he was able to nullify time completely, where time had no power over him at all whatsoever. And therefore forgetting, which is an aspect of time, didn't apply to him at all. Therefore he could remember everything. This explains why this bettler appeared to be completely blind. Because as we find the bettler said about himself, I'm not really blind. I can see much further than other people. The only reason why I appear to be blind is because I close my eyes to all the foolishness and all the materialism of this world. He's not looking at all at all the diversions of this world, all the distractions of this world. 
because the entire physical materialistic world isn't even like the blink of an eye to him. Because as Rabbeinazal explains in chapter 65, a person cannot achieve this madrega of bitul hazman, this shleimus hadas, which is the ultimate goal, unless the person closes their eyes to all the nonsense and again the distractions of this world. This explains and is related to the pain that a baby endures during the bris mila. This causes the baby to close its eyes tightly, and thereby, and thereby the baby is connecting to this madrega, this level of this beetle, this concept of oilam haba. Any questions, please? With this, we understand what the Gemara says in the Doran, page 31, that the mitzvah of Mila is so great that we find when, Hash- when the Torah presents the mitzvah of Mila, it uses the word bris 13 times. Because we just explained that the mitzvah of Mila is a mitzvah that elevates a person to this concept of above time, nullifying time. That's where you have the real old age, the real holy zikna. And this is related to what we find in the writings of Yarizal in the Sefer Likutei Torah, in Parsha Seikid, She'ikar Hidur Hazikna al Tikan Habris, that the true beauty of the beard, the Torah speaks about the beard, and it speaks about, for example, when the Jews were at Har Sinai at Mount Torah, Kaviochel Hashem appeared as a Zokein Mole Rachmim, as an elder filled with kindness, and this concept of the elder is defined as the, the white beard, Kaviyochel. So the, the Arizal says that the real beauty of old age is achieved through Tikkun Abris. He has soris, Because as the Arizal mentions, a person who is sterile, a person who doesn't have this bris, this bris koidesh, person who cannot produce children because they're sterile, they're a sorus, they do not grow a beard. They cannot grow a beard. So we see Ayn Sham, take a look at me, kiss Yarizal, where Yarizal speaks about this, the connection between the beard and the briskoidish. Ainu Kanal. And this is tied into what we're learning here. Sheikr hazikna hu bebechinas bitul hazman. That when we speak about old age, a person getting older in a holy way, in a positive way, that's this Bitul Hazman. We mentioned that the younger a person, the more the time seems to be going slowly. 
a child, you tell a child is going on a trip, you tell them we're going to be there in an hour, two minutes go by, and to the child it feels like an hour already. Aren't we there already? Isn't it an hour already? It's such a long time. It's such a long time. Because the younger, the lower the level does, the longer the time. And the older a person gets, the more the time is going by so quickly. To them, the time is so short, in a sense. This beetle has money. And we just learned before that one of the ways that a person is over to this beetle has man is through the mitzvah of bris mila. And this explains why all of the elders in that story of Sipurim Isis, the story of the seven betlers, the first betler there, Rabbi Nezal says, he describes a group of old people that got together and they were discussing how far back they can remember. And the older a person was, the more they were able to remember further back. Because it's from this aspect of Zohar, from the bris mila, that's where they draw the holiness of their old age. Because a person who commits sins of pegama bris, and then the person loses their das. The Bechinas, as the Gemara says in the beginning of Mesech de Soiter, a person will only commit a sin, especially sins of pegama bris, as, as the Gemara is talking about over there, when there's a ruach shtus, when the person loses their intellect, their intellect is replaced with foolishness and silliness. Ki pegama bris, hu pegama das. Because a person committing sins in the area of bris is, means they're committing, their, 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 their das is defective. Ki hatipo nemsheches mehamoyach kiyadua. Because the droplet that comes out from the bris to produce children, that droplet originates in the brain. As it says, when Odom Arishan and Chava mated together, it says, Vayeda Odom es Chava Ishtoi. Odom knew his wife. The union between husband and wife is called Das. That's when it's Bigdusha. When there's pegama bris, it's pegama das. And therefore, when a person is poigam in the bris, that person gok becomes under the control of time, which is the result of lack of das. And therefore, that person's entire life is filled with anger and suffering. Because it's a person who commits pegama bris, especially, that that person experiences all the negativity that takes place under the sun. Under the sun means in this world. This is the terminology that's used throughout Kohelis for people, human beings that are under the sun. 
והכל כפי הפגם שפוגם הבריס חס ושלום. And all of this suffering and all of this struggle is dependent on the degree of sin that the person sinned in פגם הבריס. And as a result of this Pigama Bris, the, the Tuma, the Malachamoves, the Satan, is able to attach itself to that person more so. Because it's from this lack of Das, that's where time takes over and controls. And that's where the aspect of death is, the aspect of the Malachamovis, the Sidrachra. And Ramosana says, now we understand the meaning of a Posit in Kohelis, where the Posit says, I find. Bitterer than death, the woman. And, and the, the Gemara tells us, the Sifre Kabbalah tell us, that that posik is referring to pegamabris, when a man conducts himself improperly towards women, that's when the person experiences this bitterer than death, this marmi moves. So we see again that this moves is associated with pegamabris, hasashon pegamadas. question in the chat, how is aging in a holy way, holy aging, related to Beetle Hasman? It would seem that Beetle Hasman is more like what the secular world is trying to achieve, to try to make people look younger without obvious signs of aging. The answer is, if, if you look in that story, the story in Sipur Emaisius that Rav Nosanzal is referring to here, we touched on this earlier in one of the previous shurim. The betler says, I'm, re, I'm, I'm older, I'm the oldest one, and I'm the youngest one. That, that this zikna digdusha, a person who is a holy zokain, is actually very young. What you're saying here is the secular world is trying to make believe they're young. They're trying to remove the signs of aging, the wrinkles, the physical signs of aging, and make believe they're young. But in actuality, they're really very old because they're very much attached to Gashmias, to materialism. We're talking about a person who is devoted to spirituality, to Ruchmias, that the more a person is not being controlled by the materialism of this world, by the Taibas of this world, the more spiritual a person is, the, the older that person is, older meaning smarter. The person is getting to higher and higher levels of das, which means that the person is younger and younger. They haven't, they haven't, uh, they, they're not suffering from the, the, the problems that come with old age. They're young, they're young, that, that, that it's like, like a child who was just born, as we're going to see, that's how Moshiach has described, who has no problem remembering the beginning because he's at the beginning. He's at the end and the beginning. To this person, the end and the beginning are one. There's no, 
the, the aging process hasn't harmed them in any way, hasn't affected them in any way. They're, they're very, very, very old, and they're still very young. That's what Rabbeinazal speaks about in that story. Once again, these are not easy concepts for a person to relate to. Any questions, please, before we close? We'll hold it over here now, even though we're in the middle of a paragraph. Now, Rav Nosan Sal is going to go into the topic of Kores, a certain one of the severe penalties in the Torah, which is related to Keser. And Mitzvah will take this up in the next year. Wishing everybody a wonderful week. And, and we should be to be able to, to take the lessons from this Torah of not, not allowing ourselves to be held down, to be pulled down by excessive Gashmias, by excessive materialism, and being able to connect to Ruchmias in a good, healthy way, and thereby be to all the all the brachas, all the good things that, that Rabbeinu Zal, Rabbeinu Zal speak about here. Baruch Hashem.